what's up, Columbus? Welcome back to Columbus Cast. I'm still Laura. I'm Julia. She's still Julia. Still here. We're still here. Yep. Haven't changed my name yet to Julie as much as like <laughs> coworkers at my last job wish I would have just because they kept calling me that. No, I'll never call you Julie. There's, I feel like we have a decent amount of stuff to talk about this week. I'm kind of excited. There's, we do. I mean, we missed last happening. week, but That's I true. feel like all this re- news is very recent. So yeah, last week it was works boring. out. We yeah, were just giving you guys a break. You know. So we'll get into it. But first, Laura, do you want to tell us what fun things you've been up to the past week? Yeah, definitely. I will start out by saying drink local mead. I walked over to Brothers Drake local meadery and I bought a couple bottles of their delicious mead. What and flavors did you get? I bought, um, they had like a peach flavor, like a peach seasonal um, mead that was really good. And I also bought their strong arm mead, which is their apple pie mead, but it is aged in a whiskey barrel instead of like the normal process. I don't think it has a higher alcohol content, but I haven't, I haven't opened that bottle yet, but I think it has like a smokier flavor if I had to guess. Mm. It probably has like a little bit of an edge. A barrel flavor. Yes. An apple barrel flavor. So that was, that was fun times. And then, you know, could stay home and drink it because you don't actually have to go to uh, bars to drink alcohol. Newsflash. Yeah, I'm very excited because <laughs> uh, there is a group on for Brothers Drake, so we're gonna go do a tour and tasting in a couple weeks. That's awesome. Yeah. If everything's still safe, like yeah, right. We'll see. Other things that I've been doing include safely and social distantly and while wearing a mask, checking out a lot of um, secondhand shops in Columbus. I've been frequenting Uptown Cheapskate in Easton and in Dublin. And the Dublin location is like massive, as well as Second Chance in Grandview, right around the corner from you. And Grandview Mercantile, which has secondhand and um, vintage, antique furniture. I don't know. What consignment. Consignment. <laughs> consignment furniture. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Yeah, I've been to Discount Fashion Warehouse lately. Have you been oh, there yet? I've been there. I went like last year and it's really funny because I, I saw a TikTok about it. Someone yes. did a TikTok and they're like, that's... oh my gosh, if you're ever in Columbus, you have to visit the Discount Fashion Warehouse. I've, I've realized there's ones that are better than others. Yes. I just facts. went to the Hilliard one and it was pretty small and stuff, but um, I've been to the Easton one and I went again during COVID because it wasn't really a spot I was like looking to like go in the mm-hmm. middle of the pandemic yeah I heard they were getting furniture stuff from Target and they indeed are so there's stuff from Target like which furniture. one the one in, the one in like a Hannah-ish area yeah huh. the one off of Morse or whatever that one is massive honestly that one's huge the one that I like the best because I have been to a few as well is surprisingly enough the one that's like kind of near Hilltop Oh, I bet that one was good. I've been to the Dublin one, the Hilliard one, and the Gehanna one now, but the Dublin one was good too, but I went there pre-COVID, so I don't know if they have furniture stuff, but that's why I went because they're they're getting stuff from Target, like home section, and I've, you know, just moved, so I'm looking for little odds and endsy things. That's awesome. I should, I, I actually was thinking about that the other day that I wanted to go, but um, I was a little bit nervous, like if they'd be open or what their deal would be. Um, but for anyone who doesn't know, and you're listening, and this is the first time you're hearing about this, like we've just blessed you with this other Knowledge. Great, great thing about Columbus. I mean, the list is infinite, but um, all of the, well, not all, I think, it, is it just L Brands? 
No, because there's like Target stuff, Altered State, um, Express. So I know it's all, all Victoria's Secret. There's so yeah, much Victoria's Secret, like so bras and underwear. Secret, although it's it's like hit or miss. You have to like go on the. It's just like any other thrifting thing. You have to go on the right days. But all those brands that Julia just said, I also see a lot of ASOS there. I wonder if like for some reason, if someone like returns something, if it goes goes there, and it's basically like the discount fashion warehouse. Anything that either is like overstock or doesn't sell or returned. Yeah, it's essentially a tj maxx but but like the real version before tj maxx got bought out and they just put crap in there (laughs) exactly it's awesome so definitely go because it's great yeah i would say like this yeah if you can get like good victoria's secret stuff yeah if you need new underwear definitely don't don't buy anything full price oh never in general yeah but like it's it's outrageous you know anyway okay sidetracked but it was an important sidetrack. It, it was. was like, that was, was a blessing to everyone listening. Yeah. And I have some things on my list for um, for what I want to do coming up, like, this weekend. So one of the first things I want to do is order from the new Biscuit. Because there's two Biscuit places opening up. There's one in Lawbird Bar, and then there's one in Grandview that's going to be opening up as well. Okay, it's, so they're two I different places, but they, they do the same thing. When they you... both do Biscuits. Wow. Okay. So the one that I think we talked about the one in Grandview before, that's the one that we talked about like a couple weeks ago that you were referring to. And that's like a permanent restaurant that's going to stay open, correct? Yeah. As far um, as I know, hopefully they because survive. From what I can tell, okay, what's it called? It's called the Boxwood Biscuit Company, and it's part of. It's associated with Lawbird Bar. It's just like a little pop up thing, and they had their first weekend to the public. I mean, they've had like a tasting weekend and stuff, but they had their first weekend last weekend, and they sold out in like four minutes. I'm pretty sure. And one of their main things that I'm really excited to try is the House Cold Brew. It comes in this like tiny little container, like, and I can't tell if there's alcohol in it or not, but either way, I'll drink it. I am very into alcoholic coffee. Uh, coffees. <laughs> I always have been. I've always been a big fan of alcoholic coffees, um, especially as I aged out of college and it's impossible to stay up past 10 p.m. So, and for tailgating, it's amazing to just throw a little Kahlua in your coffee, throw a little like, you know, vanilla vodka or something in your coffee. It is so good on a game day in the fall. It's just... <laughs> I'm trying not to get upset. But anyway, the coffee seltzer from Platform is very, very good. I don't know if I ever gave my full review on that. I think, I think I did have, it on Instagram. Yeah. But it is very good. They're like spiked um, seltzer coffee. It is awesome. And then also I heard the PBR cold brew like coffee beer thing is really good. So I'm looking to try that. Oh, and I saw – I know what you're talking about. And then Rise, that – um other coffee brand that a lot of people drink is also doing spiked coffee that I would like to try. I mean, 2020. (laughs) I mean, like the thing (laughs) is though, I only try those drinks for like game days because Mm -hmm. yeah, I can't say that I've ever mixed coffee and alcohol, but there's, Oh, you ain't living. What about, have you ever had a uh, four loco orange juice and natty light? Um, pass. Okay. So (laughs) That sounds like like that sounds like something that happened in college and should stay in college. Yeah, I'm very nostalgic of college lately, especially with all the OSU news coming out. What Let's a transition. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so colleges are going back this week. It's interesting. Like 
It is. I am, my heart just goes out to all the college students right now because, man, this just sucks. Like, yeah. this sucks so much. I will say, OSU, I think I sent you the video, Laura, of the oval where they put all mm-hmm. the spots as buckeye leaves of how yep. far you have to stay up from everyone, which looked super cool, but that's not what Oval Beach is about. So, like, that just hurts my heart. But the Lantern published a list of like all the activities OSU students will miss so far in 2019 or 2020. And it just made me very, very sad because like the Welcome Back concert is missing, the um, Convocation, Buckeye Frenzy, Involvement Fair, and then of course like Beat Michigan Week. So are they later. not doing any like large event? How like how's it working? What's the are they doing mostly like online classes? It's like most room? it's mostly online and then also they're not allowed to like group in groups over ten, I think. Well, um, in college, you can't make any yeah. friends. Well, <laughs> I hope you like your roommate. <laughs> over the past weekend, two hundred and twenty-eight students received um, interim suspensions because the university put in the policy like hey, no gatherings of over 10 people, even if you're off campus. And um, I don't really know how you would enforce something like that on a college. There is, I forget what the exact like guidance is, but in the student conduct policy, there's a line written about like putting the safety of you and others at risk or something like that. So they're able to suspend people. But the hard part is a lot of those houses hold more than 10 people. Like yeah. those houses are old and big and there's like more than 10 people living in those houses. So it's like really hard, but there definitely were parties going on like yeah. I, I have you know it is yeah. what it is but um and to yeah, that point very... I'll say that I actually was on campus it would have been on Sunday I ran into a store I ran into Urban Outfitters it's like on campus really quick I saw all the college kids and I like it didn't even dawn on me like I didn't even I couldn't even like comprehend like I was seeing all these people you know like wearing masks and walking around with backpacks and I was like oh my god this is this is what college is now I can't I don't know. Yeah, I went I to the GoCo on um, Lane Avenue on Sunday because I'm on the hunt for the Bush Light Apple flavor. So if anybody's listening to this podcast and they know where that is or where I can find it, it's for my cousins. She wants it for her wedding. So as a gift. So it was weird because like all the students were back. I could definitely notice like an increase in traffic, especially mm-hmm. pedestrian traffic. Yeah. But it was weird because – I, in the past three years I've lived in Columbus, move-in day has been like, do not leave your house because traffic on 315 and like 71 will get so bad. Yeah. This year I didn't even notice it at all. So it's going to be a weird year without like football traffic and all that. And I will say too, um, I had like a coworker who had a daughter who was moving into OSU and they said like they were shocked by all the precautions that they were taking. I, and I, it makes me sad too, because when I moved into OSU, it was such an experience. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure it, it was the, the band was playing, like you did not move one thing yourself. Everything was moved by somebody else. They had so many volunteers and so many people just like moving stuff for you. So I feel really bad that like, you don't get that help this year and you don't get that experience right away. Well, moving on, what else do we have? have to talk about Miami is quarantine all the student athletes right now so that's 
Like they're trying to make their own like basketball like, bubble or whatever? No, there there's 27 student athletes that like tested positive for COVID. So, and you know, they're all from different sports. So they all kind of tested positive probably mm-hmm. due to a gathering of some sort. You don't say. College, a gathering in college? I know. Um, so now they're all like isolated, quarantining by themselves, like not allowed to leave and get food, not allowed to do anything. So it's like such a mental tumble. I don't even, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. What else so, is the in the dumpster fire of the world? Hear, is going you want to you know what else is in the dumpster fire of, of the, the things in Ohio? Um, so the Ohio state senator, Republican senators are trying to impeach Mike DeWine over um, the shutdown during COVID beginning. I don't, that was not a co- coherent sentence. Um, from what I understand, I haven't seen any developments on this yet, but they're trying to impeach him. Um, and just a reminder to, to impeach a sitting elected official does not mean to like fire them. It's simply to hold a hearing into the decisions and events that took place. And so I think that um, I can empathize, is that the right one, with, with this because I understand a lot of people are frustrated about the way things are right now. And like, that's totally fair. I think everyone is. But at the same time, Ohio is not the only state to do this. I think every state did it. And I don't think that our economy, I mean, who am I to say, but I don't think that our economy would really be in a different position had we stayed open. Because I feel like if the government didn't make the decision, then a lot of private business owners would have made the decision for themselves to close. Um, And it was like done for the, like in the best interest of all people. So I don't know. This whole, it's just everything's done in a lose-lose situation. Like there's no win-win. There's no like win-lose. It's all like lose-lose just due to the fact that we're in a pandemic. So there's nothing that's going to be like a positive outcome. Yeah. But So we'll keep our eye on this. I mean, I'm sure everyone will hear if the Ohio governor gets impeached. Um, I just love DeWine's like response to this where his quote was literally have at it. And it's like, just like, the <laughs> I didn't same see that. St- oh, Andy told me that this morning. Um, but it's funny because like, he said the same thing with like Amy Acton when she was like getting harassed. He's like, no, come harass me. Like, I don't care. Honestly, it's funny for being like five, five, he's such a, like a pit bull, you know, that's like, what I was like, <laughs> I was just about to say, I was like, he's so little and like, just He'll like do it politely. Such a cute little like grandpa, but then he's, he's like, like, have at it. Such a Midwesterner. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Talking about other losers. <laughs> <laughs> Another loser news. Um, the Columbus crew lost to, I don't know, it was the, maybe the first game they lost this season. It's still hard to tell like what counts and what doesn't count. Um, but they played against New York City in New York City, which was considered like their home opener because it was the first game that New York City had played in their own stadium this year, I guess. Um, and so I didn't realize this, but for anyone who is paying attention, the whole FC is back tournament that took place in Florida is like over. And now we're back to doing a semi-normal regular season, except there's no fans in the stadium. So there probably will be like an upcoming game where Columbus will play in Columbus, but we can't go. go. Right. So, but kind I of like how the MLB is doing right now. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been attempting to watch when, when I can. Um, so, and yeah, we lost one zero, which was weird. And I guess we have some people that are like hurt or out or it's like not a good thing so anyway yeah but overall we're doing really well this season so um it's something to watch it is it is you know it it is I would say like soccer is one of those things where it's definitely more exciting to be at the game than it is to watch from your tv (laughs) because you know 
I don't know. It's like hard to see. Uh, yeah, it's I feel just like not the lo- same. most live sport or most that's sports true. in general are yeah, like that. But I don't know. I've been watching a lot of like baseball lately, which Actually, is nice. Surprisingly, I haven't watched any baseball. I've been trying to watch hockey, but like I can't get it on the right channel. Or well, it's hard because hockey plays at noon. Like the last Columbus Blue Jackets game was at noon. Yeah, I'm available then. I so. mean, like, yeah, I could stick it on in the background, but I was actually literally in meetings all day long. But so let's talk about some other uplifting, exciting things happening. Yes, because they're shifting positively. Yeah, there definitely are some cool things going on. So I think a couple weeks ago, we talked about the um, All People's Market being created in Linden, which was part of um, Andrew Ginther, Mayor Andrew Ginther's, you know, 2020 vision. And as a continuation of that plan, it's called the One Linden Plan. That's like the actual name. Um, There are two new developments going up. So one is affordable housing um, on Cleveland Avenue that should have its groundbreaking sometime this week. And so there will be 50 units um, known as Kenlon Place, and they're scheduled to be completed by the end of next year. And it will, so it will be a three-story, 45-unit apartment building and five single-family homes that are like going to be in that lot. Oh, that's nice. Um, the units will be affordable for individuals earning between 30 and 80% of the area median income, which according to um, Home Report, which is like the contract team doing this, according to their website, that's um, a median household income of 16000 to $43,000 a year. Wow. Linden will just continue to thrive. And then the other thing that they are working on less than a mile away from that development is a project to build 100 units for senior housing. And that'll start sometime next year on the intersection of Cleveland and Myrtle Ave. So moving on. <laughs> okay, so um Spagio, which was a restaurant in Grandview, right? Yeah, I I thought um I was walking down Grandview Ave a couple days ago and I heard a couple say, I don't think they're gonna reopen ever again. And I was like, Oh, I hope not. And yeah, so this is sad news. Yeah, Spagio closing their doors after I never went to Spagio and I'm kind of sad about it. Weren't they on the um, restaurant week menu last year and you went I didn't go there. I went to Figlio, which is like right next door. Mm -hmm. But I have been to Spaggio during um, Grandview Hop just to Mm. get like a glass of wine. And I believe they serve the um, indulgence ice cream that is really, really good. Wow. That Lion's Cup Cookies is doing a partnership with. Can I go a podcast without mentioning Lion's Cup Cookies? No, I think they should be paying us to say their name by now. At, At least in cookies. <laughs> yeah, send me send me one of those uh, monster cookies, please. I still have yet to have a uh, lion's cup cookie. So. <sighs> so good. Although, yes, last weekend we I also had D- DKA Diner Donuts because mm. you had them, and then I was like, I need to have them. They're so and good, aren't they? Nathan had never had them before, and I was like, I swear, you've lived in Columbus literally your entire life, and I sometimes think that I know more about this city than you do. And he had never had them, and he was like, these are amazing. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Their They're the best breakfast donuts. menu is phenomenal. Like, it is so it. good and so cheap, and everything, not everything is covered in gravy, but when they <laughs> cover something in gravy, like, they cover it in gravy. Oh, I don't, yeah, I know, I know. I got a breakfast sandwich, and it was, like, pretty good. And he Love got the it. he got the um, burger on the donuts because like you know we got the donuts but then that wasn't enough so he had to have the burger on the donuts mm. with an egg yeah it was the whole thing um, so Spaggio is closing very sad yeah I also have a hunch I mean I the, 
um, the table on, it's not on fourth, maybe it's on fifth, like right it's across on fifth, from but right Brothers on... Drake. And they have a sign up on their window that says for rent. So it's not very promising. I kind of think that they're not going to be reopening, which is a bummer because their brunch was so good. Um, I mean, the statistic was that like earlier this summer was 50% of the restaurants aren't going to make it through 2020. Oh so that's, really that's why the Republicans are uh, blaming DeWine right now. Yep, it's all his fault. And he's like, bring it on. Oh, have at it. That's what he had. We should make a shirt with like DeWine and just saying like, have at have it. Have at it. That's a glass of wine. <laughs> 2020, have at it. <laughs> Seriously. Except don't. Like, please, no more having at it. I'm, I'm waving the white flag. I'm done with it. Please don't have any more at it. Facts. Um, what else? Have you heard of any other closures that you're sad about? No, I'm trying to like stay away from. Trying not to think about it. Yeah. Brothers Drake, their location in Polaris, I guess it never really took off. So that one is a, I know. Um, Rough timing. And yeah, I feel like a lot of people have had that like rough timing, which they're like about to gear up in March. Although yeah. I'm still excited for, were you going to say Do Mama's new No, I was going to say Saucy is yes, someone just going to, to open. And I saw an ad when I was on 614's website earlier today that said, come invest in Saucy. And, um, you know, I'm going to look at it. Yeah, I um, I did see that one. A bunch of people sent that to me and I was like, okay, but it's been coming soon for like a year Yeah, now, but so. now it's like, now they're legitimately hiring like the things all painted. It's going to be a combination coffee shop and um, brewery. So your favorite things, maybe Julia, they'll just make you a alcoholic coffee. And then I know. And it's right by <laughs> like, it's literally like a block away from where I used to live. So Maybe I can walk to it then. Um, There's one other thing that actually I wanted to pop in here while we're talking about like local stuff happening around. Have you heard of the Zaw? What's it called? There's no place. Wizard of Zaw. Wizard of Zaw. Yeah. Yes, I have. I want to try it. So I actually saw this on like Instagram a couple weeks ago and didn't really understand it. And then like four people sent me this um, this week Columbus news article about Columbus Wizard of Zaw. And so Essentially, there's this guy named Spencer, the Wizard of Za Pizza. He gained a following on Instagram. He's going to try and open a brick and mortar place in um, Clintonville, which I feel like there are a lot of pizza places in Clintonville. But basically, he built this underground pizza empire exclusively on Instagram. And so he was like making pizzas custom to order and people were like buying them off of his Instagram. And I feel like that's how a lot of businesses are starting lately because that's yeah. really how, like lines of cookies. Oh, oh. my gosh. Bye. Bye, Julia. <laughs> um, but I've seen like a lot of like little pop-up things. I saw like an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Um, there's also this one I was just reading on Columbus Underground, um, Quincy Marketplace. Quincy Hardware Oh, yeah. Store. And it's That's like a, a plant, plant shop. shop. But they also have like other stuff because I was looking at it and it looks kind of cool. Yeah. It's um, run by one of the other big like Columbus food bloggers, which is how it got so much like media traction. Oh, really? really I thought quick. it was just like yeah. girl who, let's see. So it's founded by Columbus by Kate, if you know who that is or you follow them. Mm-hmm. So anyway. I think I do. So My cat's crying. It must be time to wrap things up. So here's what's happening this weekend in Columbus. Cool. 
Well, this isn't necessarily happening this weekend. It's happening all the time. But Wolfsridge is partnering with Kingmakers to do virtual happy hour tastings. But they only do it for like companies. Oh. So if your company wants to do like a virtual happy hour, they can contact Wolfsridge and they'll set it up and they'll ask you if you want to rent games and send beers and tasting notes to like the participants' houses. And it sounds That's very cool. That's actually so cool. So, I want my team to uh, Done. Employee uh, Appreciation Week is coming up. <laughs> cough, cough, cough. Not Corona cough, though. Just no, no. Just a very healthy, like, normal cough. And then this week is also Columbus Young Professionals Week, so there's a lot of different, like, webinars and everything um, going on with that. So check it out on their website. Learn some things. They did a really good, like, diversity and inclusion one awesome. yesterday or today. All of my days are blending together, yep. but... <laughs> Those are my those are my plugs. I had one other cool thing. Um, the Urban Living Tour is back. So they're going to do it socially distant. And in order to attend, you need a mask and a ticket. And I guess in the past, you could buy a ticket as a group. But this year, they asked that you buy individual tickets so they can track everyone who is attending. Um, tickets are $10. The event is Sunday, August 30th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, and it's their seventh year. So this year, residents can't or the tour goers can visit um, residential stops including the Belmont House, tw- um, 223 East Town, Harlow on Main, Atlas Apartments, which are, I'm pretty sure, the ones in Levesque Tower, or mm-hmm. they're in one of those towers downtown, the Lofts at 44, the Nicholas, the View on Grant, and 579 East 2nd by New City Homes. So there's six stops, and if you're um, in the market for a new apartment and you are sick and tired of doing everything virtually, then you can go social distance, stay away from other people, but you, they'll let you in. So Yeah, it'll be like watching HGTV, but in person. Mm-hmm. So good yeah, I thought it sounded fun, yeah. I can't believe this weekend is 8, August 30th, though. That's absolutely nuts. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> On one hand, I'm like ready for 2020 to be over. But on the other hand, I feel like, when can I have my life back? Yeah, maybe next week. <laughs> You're so open. Cheers. Cheers. Oops. Oh, Julia spilled, spilled a bunch her of wine. wine. That, that's our cue. When Julia spills her wine, that means we got to go. See you next week, Columbus. Bye. Is that um, Casper? Yeah, can you hear him? Yes. He's just crying for attention because <laughs> he's so used to me being around that if I leave for 10 minutes, he um, cries about it.